0: the Check Your Brain Podcast. It's Tony Mazer. Thank you for subscribing and being part of my nonsense. Uh, and if you're not subscribed, please subscribe. It's uh, free every Wednesday when it comes out, and it's on Patreon. So I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Tony Mazer, and that comes out at about four or five podcasts per week. So for just $5 a month, it's the cost of a beer. One beer. But some places, it's actually cheaper than a beer. So uh, if you feel inclined to, being after, especially after listening to this podcast and being a part of that, and uh, so go check that out. But my guest today has a couple of podcasts of his own, uh, the Cult of Us podcast and the Porcupine podcast, and that's Adam Nutter. Adam, thanks so much for being a part of this.
1: Yo, man, thanks for uh, having me on.
0: So uh, I was telling you off the air that uh, we could probably do like 18 podcasts today if I had the energy, just based on just everything that's going on right now. And yeah there's a lot and you are you are a fellow libertarian but you 're also not one of these kind of left wing establishment type of libertarians that are out there and it 's really bothering me when I see whether it 's the reason magazine cult or the uh you know Cato Institute and some of these other establishment all the way up to the l p and what was going on out of two thousand and twenty with Joe Jorgensen. It just it, it bothers me because the Libertarian Party has a real opportunity, and especially in the last two years, to try to make some kind of foothold. In society, and every single time, with the with some exceptions, just drops the ball. And I'm talking about libertarian corporate, not necessarily you and me and Dave Smith, Tom Woods, and some of the other you know freedom fighters. In my opinion, but when you're talking about the party itself, they continue dropping the ball, and it's it really is upsetting to me.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's on purpose. I don't think it's a fucking accident. You think it's uh, control? Uh,
0: Do you think it's controlled
1: opposition? The more and more I, I wade into this, this game of libertarianism and politics and the more and more I get involved. Cause you know, like I live in I'm from Staten Island, but you know, now I live in uh, Pennsylvania. I live right outside of Philly, I live in Bus County. And in New I live in Newtown. And I am the state board rep for Newtown, for the Libertarian Party, for Bus County. So like I'm involved. So I go to the, all the state board meetings every once a month with everybody else from all the other counties in Pennsylvania, and it's just, dude. You, you I'm not so Obviously, all the other Mises people are great. So I'm not talking about them. But like the, all the other Mises people, and myself, were are board reps. Like we'll go to these meetings and we like, we'll listen in, and then the establishment will just fucking. Drone on and on and like they'll try to fucking drag the meeting after four hours. Anytime we try to bring up anything important, they'll fucking like try to push it and table it. Like it's very clear that it's beyond like oh they hate us. Yeah, like, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> like it was all oh, they hate us and like they still do. But like it's it's beyond that. Like there are people at play and I don't know who. True, like, besides Walk who's an obvious plant, but like other people, like local people, like there are plants. I just don't know who the fuck they are. And that like, sounds like I'm being like conspiracy theorist, but it's true. You know, it's just the way it is. You know, I noticed that since Ron
0: Paul... You know, really took hold. And Ron Paul ran as a Republican, but he's not one of the true Republicans. And especially in the 2000s, when the neocons took over after 9/11, that the Republican establishment, the military-industrial complex, was completely on the side of Republicans. And that's where you definitely saw you saw the Cindy Sheehans and the Dixie Chicks, and you know the people on the left leading up to Obama's election. To on the right, it was no, we gotta go to war, and if you don't support the troops, it means you don't support the war, and you start hearing all that horseshit. Uh, so Ron Paul comes around and says, yeah, if there's a party, I guess I have more in line with, with my ideas. It's probably the Republicans, but I'm not necessarily one. But then because of his popularity, that's when you saw the Bill Welds of the world, the Gary Johnsons of the world, these establishment sort of Republicans that f- claimed that they were just a man without a party. But in reality, they were just, again, it was more opposition trying to invade this This really good idea, and and what Ron Paul was able to set up in those in 2008 and 2012, and unfortunately, it's just kind of it's it's almost like the message for a lot of these is kind of gone dead when it comes to what Ron Paul was trying to promote in those
1: years. Well, I think that's the beauty of Dave Smith is he's essentially Ron Paul like 3.0, really. When you think about it, right? Because like the first Ron Ron Paul movement was 08, second one was 2012. And that was kind of it for him. He's fucking eighty, you know. It's like we can't ask the man to do more than he's already done for us. Like it's uh, it's up to us now to take the torch from him and to carry it on like his message. Because we, it's not good for a whole entire party to keep going. Like especially us, be like Ron Paul, right? And we're all like, yeah, but he's eighty five, and he no. he's done enough for us. Like we gotta we gotta step it up. Who's gonna we carry, gotta the carry torch? it? We gotta. Be the loud voice.
0: Yeah, who's going to carry the torch at that point? And that's where it, you know, they say, "Well, Dave Smith's just a comedian. He's a podcaster." Well, yeah, he, that means he actually is out in the community and he's he's talking to people on a nightly basis, whether it's on a podcast or if it's on a comedy stage. So yeah, he's probably a little bit more closer to than a, an establishment politician can be, and it it just really pissed me off when you think about how and this is going to lead me into talking about 2020 and what we're still going through right now is i was thinking about this as i would go for a run in march and april in ohio weather where i'm freezing my balls off <laughs> in ohio but i need to go, i need to go for a run so I, I couldn't go to the gym i couldn't go to church i couldn't go there were so many things i couldn't do so i would go into work where i'm at right now and I would leave, and I would come home, and that was it. There's nothing to do. There's, there's no grocery shopping. There was nothing. And I'm thinking to myself as I'm going for a run and listening to different podcasts, whether it was part of the problem, whether it was Tom Woods or uh, several others, even more Republican ones, is that I, I just started looking around at all of these restaurants that I'm dr- running by going, well, Chili's closed while well, they have carryouts, but then where's the mom and pop show? Where's the bar? Oh, mm-hmm. no, their clothes completely shut down. Where is everyone? Where Am I just the only person? It, it really felt like I was a man on an island. I felt like it was Cast Away with Tom Hanks. <laughs> Where where I'm sitting there just going like, is anybody listening? Does anybody realize that 15 days to flatten the curve will not be 15 days to flatten the curve? And it just seemed like even people who right now, whether they are libertarian or just random other people who are like, they'll claim now by the end of 2021 that, hey, maybe lockdowns are really not the best idea. Where were you— in March and April of 2020 right. to say what are the repercussions what are the ramifications of shutting everything down that and that this isn't just going to end on April 1st that this has repercussions going going to go years and maybe decades from now and we're seeing it right now it just were you in the same boat as me just driving around going well there's another place that's closed that probably won't be back open and it just seemed like I just felt like nobody was out there until several months later they were just they were it was done at that point
1: yeah, man. Uh I, I mean I don't want to get you thrown off anything, so gotta be careful what I say. But no, like, go
0: for it. Say whatever you want. The
1: the the second COVID dropped, I was like, This is bullshit. And I don't mean COVID. Right? I meant yep. like this whole thing is bullshit. <laughs> I went I went like, Okay, so you're telling me there's a disease that started in China. Okay, that could totally happen, right? We you know that. Cool. Now part two of that, this is, this is this is how I break shit down in my fucking libertarian conspiracy brain, right? I go, okay, so part two is, so they're now they're telling me, for the first time in modern memory, that they're going to have to shut the world down because of a virus that they don't really know much about, but people are dying from it. Okay? Weird. <laughs> right? But that's part two. You're like, that doesn't sound right. Part three is, so the virus just kills all people? They're like, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Part four is then, so we're still locked down. But if it just kills all people, then why am I worried that 34 years all the time, 33 years all the time? Mm-hmm. Okay. And part six, you know, it's like part part seven, part eight, part nine. And she go, oh, it doesn't matter. And then it's basic fucking common sense. And this is the problem, Tony. This is the, and this is the problem that I I realized kind of recently that I went into it beginning of COVID just battling the government, right? Like any good libertarian, any good Mises Caucus libertarian, like yo, know, the government's ruining our lives. The government's destroying our economy. The government's literally, you know, shutting the world down. They're lying us into debt. They're lying us into fucking control, which is all true. That's still, it's still happening. But the problem is the fucking sheeple that they brainwashed are not, they're the actual issue. Because your friends and family, and not your friends and family, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? The collective. Friends and family are the ones who are actually the snitches and the ones who are actually causing problems. Not the government. Government's a small group of people that really can't control everybody. They, they expect you, the masses, to keep your fucking friends and family in check because they put fear in you and you're dumb. And then you go, I don't want to do any common sense research. And you go, the government's my all-time good, all time good. Because that's other thing, too. That's to a jump over the place here. But, mm. but I'm, not, I'm not a religious person. My wife's a Catholic school teacher, but I'm not not religious, right? I don't know what is out there. There could be a God. I don't fucking know. I'm agnostic of anything. The left, they mock religion and think it's fucking stupid, which it definitely can be. But like they are adamantly like fucking religion stupid. How dumber you believe in a God, but their religion is government. Yep. So they worship the state, which is worse in my opinion. I'd rather worship a God than the state. So they worship the state and the state's tangible to them. So the tangible, their tangible God says you got to wear a mask, and they go, "Yes, ma'am," or "Yes, sir." That's what my God says. They yeah. won't admit that to you ever. They'll never say that to you. But that's what it is. So I'm realizing now, like, hey, I can't, I'm not just battling the state. I'm battling fellow Americans, and I'm over treating them with respect that I think they deserve. Like, because this is like a legitimate. Battle for our lifetime, like this. This this is a legitimate fight for our livelihoods, our our legitimate freedoms. Like I don't, I'm done sugarcoating that, and I'm also done playing nice with people who are trying to legitimately harm us. And I don't mean the government. Fuck them. We already we're already in the same boat. We're right. We're already. They should be a, We already know that. We are already in the same boat. We they should be abolished. We should be fucking shot and executed. All these people. We all agree. But beyond them. It's the fucking other people now, so I'm. We gotta start being like, no, no, fuck you, dude. You're fucking evil. You're fucking evil. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not putting fucking liquid into my body that doesn't do anything. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not doing. I'm done. This is done. I'm not. I'm not fucking being segregated again. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. I guess the fucking '60s, which is also hilariously, they moved the baseball, the All Star game from Atlanta, Georgia. Because of fucking voting ID. (laughs) But no one gives a fuck about the mass segregation going on in America right now. No, no, because they – well,
0: and and I want to get to that in a little bit because it goes into talking about the – uh, Casting like I mean this caste system is what it it's become yeah. that if you don't want segregation but we're going to segregate certain people because you're not vaxed you're not this you're not that and I want to get back to the beginning of that pandemic because I had a great firsthand account of what I was doing because. I remember when March 11th happened this past year. So it was the one-year anniversary when the, the NBA was shutting down and Tom Hanks got yeah. COVID and everything. And that was it. That The country was unrecognizable the next day. And then you start seeing the subsequent shutdowns of everything. So my firsthand account was I was in Los Angeles at the time. I was in San Diego and Los Angeles uh, doing – I was out there for work. And uh, I had a couple of things I wanted to do. So the year before, in 2019, I went up to the Comedy Store. I went up to the Ice House. I did a, a set at the Ice House. I, I just was showing up at the Comedy Store and just had a just it had a good time. It was a nice time. So I wanted to kind of recreate that night of being there like, oh, this is kind of neat. And when we were going out there, so this is March 8th of 2020. And it was, hey, there's this uh, coronavirus thing. And the whole thing on March 8th was... Don't touch your face and make sure you wash your hands. No one, no one who wasn't Asian was wearing a mask at the airport on the plane, and it, everything was fine. So, but but by the time we got home, which was Mar- March thirteenth, uh, then you start seeing masks on the planes. You start seeing people empty airports you saw empty carports you saw things were. T- it was just within a couple of days so on march 11th i said if the world's gonna end after today i'm gonna have a good time so i went to a hockey game i went to go see the senators and the kings i went to uh see soul asylum and local h at a concert venue and i went to the comedy store for a little bit and i said i'm going out with a bang right now because i know from my experience and i I'm not a, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I didn't I didn't graduate college, but I could tell where the trends are going and that when they started yeah. hearing 15 days to flatten the curve, I knew it wasn't going to be 15 days and I knew that that concert and that comedy show and that Uh, that sporting event that I saw was going to be the last I was going to see for a long long time and it ended up being except for a couple of exceptions of performing uh, I didn't see a concert until June of 2021 I didn't see an in (coughs) I didn't see a sporting event until June of 2021 so you're talking about 15 months away and then you start breaking that down okay it's not just because oh what Tony doesn't want to go see a concert oh Tony wants to see a concert how selfish of him no 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 how selfish of you that you want it shut down that what about the people running the bar what about the ticket people what about the security people what about the the stage
1: hands and everything that goes into putting together that concert Dude, so, fuck that! how about all the children yeah that you sh- put in their fucking homes when they should be running around outside playing enjoying sunlight and playing with each other and learning how to be a fucking human being you pieces of shit that's what i'm saying like i'm done with like this oh it's People were just misguided. Nah, it was completely on purpose. The whole thing is for control and power to see how much they can get away with, and they're still doing it. And if you keep supporting this, you're my enemy. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care what you look like. I don't care your fucking background. If you support this, you are my enemy. That's how it goes. And what they've I- I'm done, sorry. To, and what they've done to kids. So we go from
0: uh, – so you and I are roughly the same age, like give or take a year or two. So I went from 32 to 33 and a half basically of – this of wearing a mask and, and, you know, social distancing. I couldn't go into this place and that place. And, uh, oh, you know, we got uh, to we can open the restaurants, but every other table has to have a yellow taped X on it and plexiglass barriers. Tony, that do not absolutely not to cut
1: you off, but uh, before I forget my point, because I have brain trauma. It's about the restaurant stuff like this is how dumb people are. It's what I'm saying. I'm stupid. Adam (laughs) Nutter, I'm a stupid person, okay? But I have common sense, and I'm also so anti-government. I'm so good with history, and I read so many fucking books about this shit. I understand the true evilness of what government is and how they never give your rights back and how they never really want you to have rights. And I don't care what people tell me. You're wrong. Yeah, I know you're wrong. And that sounds condescending and like, oh, you're wrong. It's the truth. So... Let me. Does this make sense to you? Let's say this is a mask. This garbage bag I have is a mask. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm standing in a restaurant. <laughs> COVID can't get me. <laughs> now I'm gonna sit down in the restaurant. COVID still can't get me. Wow. Is that how air works? <laughs> didn't know that. I didn't know that's how. That's how particles work. Because I I saw on CNN and, and Fox News, uh, all those models of if you sneeze, all the fucking particles will go through like five fucking different um. Aisles of a of a grocery store, but if I stand and sit down in a restaurant, that's the difference of me getting COVID or not. Like, is that not so retarded? It's insane. <laughs> like, it just fucking cut. And then all again, forget that, forget that. Let's let's take it a step further. All the politicians, Gavin Newsom, mask up. It's very important. You can't go spend time with your family. I'm gonna go to French Laundry though without mask, without my family, and just hang out. Is that cool? Nancy Pelosi's like. Lock the fucking state down. You can't work. Fuck your family. Except you guys. I'm going to be on a facial. No mask. I hope that's cool. And then it's like you show people. The, and by the way, the repeated, repeated videos of this. This, is, this isn't even like hearsay, by the way. These are caught on video. And you go, well, what about, does this not make sense to you? And there's always a, there's always a bullshit reason. There's a bullshit answer. I got into, there's this guy who follows me on Twitter. He's a fucking, honestly, a lefty douchebag. And like... I went uh, – Fauci was talking about uh, vaccines should be out for kids for, uh, for 5 to 11 years mm. old. And I, and I just re-quoted I co-tweeted the thing. I was like, he should be in prison. Yeah. And then the guy was like, prison, really? And I was like, yeah, when you lie the American public into an economic and social shutdown. And also apparently gain-of-function research and also murdering dogs for fun. Uh, that whole thing that just came out about his – the NIH we like fund – the. That bird, uh, uh, beagle murder, yeah, thing, t- and experiment. taking the,
0: the vocal cords um, out of
1: beagles because yeah. they were
0: uh barking too much for
1: the scientists. So, <laughs> so he so he writes back, he goes, he goes, ha, ha 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 ha, you know, like typical liberal shit. I understand why you're a comedian, uh, it's a fucking whatever you think is right, right? And he's like, I'm sure I would love to see some proof of the dog thing, which is funny. This is what this is the world they operate in. If they don't hear from CNN or MSNBC, that means it never doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So because so CNN didn't report the, the dog news. That means it's not out there everywhere? Because it's been everywhere for the last four days. So I went, okay. And I just relinked the articles like, well, here's the dog news. If you literally gave a shit and just typed that into Twitter, you would have fucking found it. But you don't want to do your own research. which goes back to my original point from five minutes ago. How these fucks don't want to ever read a book and do their own research. So here, here's a point I just laid out. Fauci was directly responsible for harming dogs for medical purposes. I just showed you the article from a legitimate news. I'm quote, you know quoting here a legitimate news source. Here's the article. He writes back to me, "Oh, so he? They just gave money to some laboratory in Africa. So what?" This is my point with these fucking liberals and these lefties. Is you, no matter how much proof you throw at them, they'll always work. They'll always find a way around it. Why it's okay? Of course. So the, there's no point of arguing. This is what this is what I'm trying to tell you and everyone listening who, who thinks like us or even is on the fence, stop arguing with them. Call them fucking retarded. Say you'll fight them and you're ruining their evil. That's what that's it. I'm done trying to convert these people. There's no converting them. They are legitimately ruining the fabric of what this country is.
0: Yeah, I'm, done, I, I'm I'm not I'm, I'm done, not, I'm done not, taking I'm the high, high road hard. right now because yeah, you ahead. know, it used to be that it, people who work, uh, you know, it's the Michael Malice thing where it's just conservatives are just liberals driving the speed limit, right? or I, right. I believe that's the quote, and it, that's what it was: is that conservatives, especially neoconservatives of the last twenty years, were kind of like, ah, uh, you know, or, or the the Bible Belt, the Rick Santorum's of the world, that you know they're they're just like, oh no, guys, you know, we shouldn't stoop to those levels. No, fuck that. I'm not, yeah. I can stoop to any level I want right now because when you're telling me that because I went to a grocery store, if I, if I went to um, someplace without a mask on, that I'm killing grandma. So it's not that you don't – you see me as an evil person. Already, right. So I'm done with it. I'm I'm done hearing about January 6th. I'm done hearing about no. vaccine mandates. Hey, that and passports. was worse than 9/11. How dare you? <laughs> I, so I, I got into trouble over the. week. I got a bunch of people like really tweeting at me over the weekend because uh, talking about the Alec Baldwin situation. And Alec Baldwin, for you know when when I post this, people he shot a gun on a movie set and it killed a cinematographer and wounded somebody else. And they said you know there's a whole big Story that's about it that whether the gun was should have been a prop gun and if it was loaded, a hot gun, a cold gun, or whatever the case is. And so somebody said that, that, you know, why am I hearing so much about this? He should be tried for murder, but or at least, you know, be questioned about this. But because he did Trump impressions on SNL and because he's been in the Hollywood liberal elite for the last 30 years, nothing's going to happen to him. And someone's like, oh, well, that's a bad take. And I said, huh, how about this? How about the fact that. Alec Baldwin killed more people last week than anyone on January 6th, any of the January 6th protesters. Oh, but what a take. Sheesh, I got that one. Someone said, do better. You know, it's all this, and it's like, I'm so sick of hearing about how January 6th was worse than 9-11. January 6th, uh, was it great? No, but we now we know it's been handled because the feds were letting people in. They were letting them in the doors and go, yeah, come on, let's storm the Capitol. But, but, all Tony, these are feds. I,
1: I, I, but, dude, this is, again, this goes to my point of, like, I have a, this is sad, and I've told this story a few times now, but, like, a, I have a lifelong, one of my best friends, dude, we grew up literally three houses down from each other, like, on the same block, like, we, we, we went to each other, weddings, everything, dude, like, like you know, we're, we're one year apart in age, and we just went this way when we got older, like, as far as political stuff, you know, and, like, he just, he, he became, like, into, he, he's big into, like, writing and poetry not poetry i'm sorry like writing and like uh literature and uh like you become like an actual professor at a city college and like a very liberal very echo chamber. and i am who i am a fucking libertarian comedian you know so it's like you know i, I was joking around about the 1-6 shit a few weeks ago you know quote tweeting some nonsense uh, about how people were saying nine eleven was worse uh, not, not as bad as 1-6 and i was like of course you know ha, joking about he was like, uh, well, the loss of life is obviously worse than 9-11, but 1-6 was way worse for Attack of Our Democracy. Democracy, I of like, course. And I went, Chris, we're from Staten Island. We saw the smoke from our house that day. And you're going to sit here and fucking tell me like what that was was worse than friends of ours' parents dying? in a essential inside job. <laughs> you, yeah. You know so i <laughs> It's like, it's like, uh, I'm like, how are you telling me that's worse? And then like, and then he texted me and was like, hey man, I'm like worried about, like he, he hit me with like the, I'm a QAnon person. Yes. That's and I was like, did. that's crazy that you just fucking said that to me. You know, if- like never once have, I, I'm sorry, but like never once have I believed in that movement. Never once have I talked about that movement. I'm talking about again, I have fucking eyes and ears, and I watch the videos, and I watched the police let people in, and I watched the police murder innocent women. And then I watched you, your liberal fucking face, sit there quietly for a year while fucking people's businesses and houses got ruined by BLM protests, and that was cool. But a government building got fucking a little damaged, and that was the worst thing to ever happen. You fucking cuck. You fucking status bitch. Like I'm like that was. I, I'm like, dude, we're we're probably not friends anymore, which is sad. Yeah,
0: it it used to be. Remember, there was a time when you actually were friends with people who you disagreed with politically, where you could at least find common ground. Where okay, we didn't vote for the same person, or we don't support the same person, but we're a fan of the same sports team. And but now it's become because of politics, everything's split. Like it, it's really by upgrade design. in the last 10 years. It's by years. design.
1: It's by their design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it's by and the to, elite's design.
0: To the point where you can't even date anybody uh, that is on yeah. the opposite end. I mean, this is bad. I mean, it used to be, like, I, I remember I had an ex-girlfriend like 10 years ago that we disagreed on a lot of stuff, uh, but we still found a way to, you know, we had a shared sense of humor and we could, whatever the case. And it just over time now we after we had broken up we'd still followed each other on social media but as soon as i said anything about january 6th i got the unfollow i'm like really out of everything that's come out in the last 10 years right. that is what th- that was like the worst thing for these people because they believe democracy like you said earlier is a religion this is all a yeah. religion that uh, as i i've coined the term i said that john uh, that Anthony Fauci is John the Baptist for these people. He's the mm-hmm. new, he's the prophet. He's the guy that who's going to tell them the good news and tell them the way of the Lord. The mask is is a uh, is a cloth. It's like their cloak, uh, their gar their holy garment that they have. And that the mainstream media and the corporate press is nothing more than just it's it's the scriptures at that point and the state is the religion itself. So it's not a cult, it's a religion that's go, that we're dealing with right now. And what you have is you have the parishioners, the people that you and I are disagreeing with and even people who are family members and friends of ours. That they think that when we question something about a vaccine or you know whatever you want to call these vaccines, that if you have a question for them, it's they make it seem like you and I are just sitting on their, our toilet taking a shit and just scrolling through Facebook going, Duh, "I heard this thing was gonna mm-hmm. uh, make us right. make us retarded or something or give it." No, that's <laughs> right. not the case. In fact, we do more research if we're questioning right. these things than. A lot of other people, and I'm. And by the way, you and I haven't said that we're anti-vaccine. We never said that we're anti-vaccine. But this is a little bit different, or it's actually a lot different that we're dealing with right now. And they make it seem like we're the ones who are just sitting on our toilets and but and not listening to the experts when they're just taking what the experts say. The paid. Uh, the, the paid bureaucrats, the unelected bureaucrats, they're taking what they say at face value and not questioning anything. So who's the denier of facts there? <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, oh. it's – yeah, like we said, it's just that whole uh, I believe what the state tells me and I do as I say. The, the, the amount of times I'm like, you know, masks don't work to people and they're like, <gasps> they look at you like I just said like I want to fuck a child. Like, that's the how they yep. look at you. Like, if you say a mask, I'm, I'm like, they don't. I'm like, if I can vape through my fucking mask, you retard, it's not going to stop COVID. Yeah. The vape particles are bigger than COVID. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's common sense.
0: But when they don't want to look at common sense. They don't want to
1: hear it. I go, they go, well, it's not supposed to stop it, it's supposed to reduce it. I go, it's not reducing shit. Uh I bought I have those fake masks that I bought, you know the fake mask sell yes. which are great. You should sure buy those. Uh, I have one. I I go to physical therapy for my shoulder and neck and th- that place still requires a mask mm. where I'm from even though nowhere else does but they do. I just wear that. No one fucking knows. No one says shit. The whole thing's a fucking joke, <laughs> you know? and that's also, the thing. That, that website got shut down four times. Yes, what is that what is that what is that? <laughs> how can they shut down a website for selling a, a very? They're selling a cloth product. They're selling a, anything. like essentially a t-shirt, and they're saying no, you can't sell that. But if they sold that in 2015, would they get shut down? Of course not. Right. So there's no red flags there for anybody. No, because no one was wearing masks. But
0: this is is that new normal for people. And really, it's so sad how quick it turned people, how people's habits changed of, hey, I'm living a normal life. I'm going to a ball game. I'm going to the grocery store to the point where, oh, need my mask, got to put my mask on. So let me do this. And it really was very quick. And now to the point where people who I know that I work with, were would look around... They would watch an old concert from, oh, say, 2019. And they would start getting anxiety because they'd be like, oh, look at all those people close together without masks on. It's like, it's April of 20... The concert was six months ago, and you're getting anxiety from that? And to the point where every time I would go into work, oh, Tony, you left the state, you need to go get a COVID test. And uh, it's just, we really... It was an opportunity for people who are hypochondriacs to be justified in their hypochondria, and it— And for the rest of us, it gave an opportunity to make little dictators out of everybody. When they talk about how somebody becomes a boss or a politician, where they say, oh, this person was a politician. They ran for city council. They were a good person, church going, great family man. Then he was corrupted and he was uh, with prostitutes and he was doing this and that and embezzling. Where did it go wrong? And it's like because he became a mini dictator. Well, here's what happened is that's what happened in the last year and a half is we turned on our fellow man and woman, is that when you would go to a Sunoco because you wanted to pick up a couple of Red Bulls to get you through the day and you weren't wearing a mask, it gave the person behind the counter and it gave the person who is there also to buy a pack of cigarettes or whatever to say, hey, put your mask on. Where's your mask? It gave an opportunity for people to, wow, like, and then they can go home and, and go into their car and like, wow, I really told that person. So now you finally have that power over somebody else. And that's why that this is also continued because it gave it and and you'd start trickling all the way up from the person who yelled at you for not wearing a mask at Walgreens all the way to the local health director. I remember our local health director. The only time we would talk to her is that she would say to make sure you put something over your hot dogs and your hamburgers on 4th of July because you don't want mosquitoes spreading Zika virus. That was it. Now, all of a sudden, it's weekly conversations with the health director and what. What's the next thing? What's my booster? When can I get my booster? When's the? It's like it gave an yeah. opportunity for people who never had that power to retain the power,
1: which is why uh, we I'm, say that I'm, this it,
0: pandemic is not going to end.
1: Right. Uh, I'm going to rip that Michael Malice quote. He's like what this did was uh, he, he this gave a bunch of low status people a position of power and they're going to run with it forever because they'll never accomplish anything else in their fucking life. Yep a bunch of fucking losers who live at home or fucking are miserable with their fucking life, who dead end jobs, mostly fucking lefties who don't even have jobs. You know what I'm saying? And they get to go, put your mask on. I helped. And they go, Pat, Pat. Pat, here's my you're selfie. You're a fucking scumbag. Here's my selfie of my vaccine
0: card because you know right. what? I'm looking out for the greater good. Oh, well, first right. of all, the greater good's a communist term. Second of all, you're not doing yeah. shit. Third of all, that vaccine card uh, it does nothing because how many people By the way, here's a fun stat. When we're recording this, do you know that last week 40% of those who died of COVID were vaccinated? What happened yeah. to? Oh no! It's ninety nine percent of people in hospitals are vaccinated. It's just a or unvaccinated. It's a very small percentage of these breakthrough cases. When in reality, no, they're all getting it. And these vaccines, as the the joke that I use,
1: these vaccines last as long as a phone charger from five below. <laughs> also, what, what what what? Of course, they skew numbers. That's how they inflate and scare people. So let's say they'll say like uh, twenty people infected from COVID. Uh, uh, fifty percent uh, of the deaths were on from the unvaccinated, and you go, well, how many people died? Oh, two. Oh, okay. Yeah. But when you say fifty percent, sounds like a lot, right? But in reality, two people died out of whatever the number that was. So it's it's it just uh, all those small tricks the media does. Where, but if you actually look at the numbers, you know, like okay, uh, L.A. uh, uh commie commie L.A. again. Lockdown mass, they just, uh, and then Orange County, they just lifted their shit, their mass stuff. All right, I sneeze. No, go for it. No, I don't. Fuck. Oh, somebody Almost knows. There. I hate Almost that. there. It's like right here. <laughs> it's right here. It's not going to come out now. <laughs> Damn it. Ah, oh, it's going to bother me. <laughs> so, it's, um, Orange County lifted their mass shit, and then the numbers in Orange County dropped, and the LA counties kept going up. And then, uh, then you know, you ask lefty, they go, well, because of this and this and this, and they go, okay, 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 okay. It's okay. population density. Right. It's it's always some bullshit reason. It's never just that you've been lied to. Well, never that. And you know, it's funny because
0: you're in Pennsylvania, and when they started putting the mask mandate statewide, and you realize why they were doing that. And I I saw this in Ohio because it's just kind of the same situation. Where were the cases in Pennsylvania? Pittsburgh, Philly, State College, Harrisburg. That was about it. And everywhere yeah. else, it was fine. There there was like one case per county. You're in Meadville, Pennsylvania. There's two cases. Okay. But why did Meadville and why did York and why did, you know, Somerset and Bedford and all these other places also have to abide by a statewide mask mandate for one of the biggest states in the country? And here's my thinking is because if they were only to put mandates on for Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, but not for areas, it would look racist. It would look like we're oh, trying to okay. put these put these mandates on people because there's higher black and Hispanic, or should I say, BIPOC populations, but the white areas in the middle of the state are going to be pretty open. Now, a lot of them didn't abide by it anyway, so it really didn't matter, but to have a sweeping mask mandate in the whole state, when in reality, their pockets mainly were happening in... Sp- just the bigger cities because of the population density and because of poor eating habits and everything else, Uh, they had to do a sweeping one because uh, in what I saw in Ohio, that Cleveland, Akron, uh, Columbus, Cincinnati, Toledo, Youngstown wanted theirs but in the middle of the state there's no cases, there was no problems Why did we have to lock down? Why did we have to do all this? Well, because I think they didn't want to look racist, so we just have to just it's all across the board, has to be an equality of outcome right now (laughs) I
1: thought I said I was my other thought was they didn't want a mass exodus out of all the the money makers uh cities. That's a that's a like, good, good theory too, yeah. Because, you know, obviously Philly, Pittsburgh, they're the two biggest cities in in my state right now. Obviously. And that's where all the money is, obviously. So like they're not gonna want all the money to be like, Well, we're going in the middle of the state or, or the out like even you know, I live I live uh like I said, Bucks County, which is southeastern Pennsylvania. Where I'm right, I'm right on the border of like Trenton, Jersey. Like pretty much. Mm. So like so I'm actually a pretty big county myself. Like we're pretty big, but we're still not Philly or fucking Pittsburgh. Yeah, you, you know. So so it, all the Philly people would have came at the Bucks, and all the Pittsburgh people would have went to like further parts of Allegheny or whatever. You know, and then they would have lost all that fucking just like New York. Remember New York and shit? They lost like a Senate seat because of how many fucking people left New York. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because fuck that place. My parents are still there. They're trying to get out because they're just they're like uh, retiring and stuff. But like, it's a cesspool, dude. That place sucks. I go back there still to New York to see my parents or to still see a certain dentist of mine or like a friend and stuff or even do shows. And it sucks. It's so fucking crowded everywhere. Like you, the fucking va- the mandate shit's for real. Like, you know, again, I'm not vaxxed, obviously. So I was like, I, I was going to delis and shit when I was there, which is fine because no one's checking you. But like, I couldn't go to like a restaurant with my parents. Yeah. Like it, everywhere I wanted to go, they're like, now they check. I'm like, fucking scumbags. Yeah, everywhere you wanted to go. and But Jersey's different. So if you wanted to hop over now to... Here is different, yeah. right. I mean, where I am, it's fine. I can go anywhere I fucking
0: want. But then you, now you have the... What's happening in Australia. And for people who don't think that what is happening overseas and australia can't come here they'll do it in small doses because i said this about the vaccine passport and dave smith also said this but i was thinking at the time too was that they started floating around a vaccine passport and mandating them at workplaces as early as march and april of this year and Mm -hmm. this was and they started putting it out there and people are like wait what in order to go somewhere, I have to show my vaccine card? That, that's a little, it's a little dystopian, if you ask me. It's a little, little nazi issue if you yeah, ask yeah. me. Yeah, it's showing my papers. I don't know. And they're like, oh, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Then all of a sudden, the Delta wave comes on after that, and now it's another reason to get people vaccinated, and Uh, And then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, by the way, you know that vaccine passport we talked about a couple months ago? Yeah, we're going to start implementing that. And, uh, oh, uh, you you like Live Nation and AEG concerts? Well, you're going to have to show a vaccine approved. And also, you're going to have to wear a mask no matter if you've been vaccinated or not at our venue. So enjoy having a good time. Welcome back to concerts. You're going to have to (laughs) say, hey, you like that song? Well, you're going to have to sing it muffled through your mask there. So it really was they tested it out. And they test, tested in Israel, and of course cases went back up. And that you're not considered fully vaccinated unless you got your booster. So that, that fun with numbers again. And now the, here's what I saw in Australia: is that your the prime or is it the premier of Australia said today, your six months is up. So meaning if you want to mm-hmm. continue some form of freedom, you are going to have to get your booster. And if not, then we're going to have to send you back at home, and you're going to have to you know. You're going to be locked down again. We're going to have to have the the, the police state patrol the streets to make sure that you unwashed masses aren't doing things, you know, for fun
1: and leisure. It's crazy. It's where's anti fo in the face of real fascism? Wild. <laughs> that, isn't that what they're supposed to be for? Right? We're anti fucking fascist. Okay. Well, you should be rioting every day. Good but lord, you're not because you're fucking control opposition. You fucking scum. know, yeah, I'm not. Again, I'm not dumb. Like BLM is trying like the actual organization's fucking trash. Like anti is fucking trash. This is all fucking psyop bullshit, dude. Like it's all not real. It's it's uh, Maoist. Yeah. It's what? It's Maoist is what it is. Because yeah, yeah, you know we yeah. throw yeah.
0: around Marxist and we throw out Leninist, but it's very Maoist if you think about it. And Black Lives Matter. It's you know it's so funny because I I, I kind of do it in my act a little bit. I do a funny off color joke about it, uh, pun intended. About <laughs> uh, so I got married last year in June. And it was funny because we had been planning it for a couple of years. Uh, I proposed to my, my girlfriend in uh, October of 2018, and we said, well, what's a good time? Uh, her, her father passed away, not from COVID, but of you know, cancer and everything else, you know, pre-existing conditions in 2019. So we said... How about 2020? It's a nice, uh, nice, good figure. It's a round number. So when everybody, you know, when our 10th anniversary, we'll say, well, 2030. Oh, that's perfect. That works out for us. And of course, the world shuts down three months before we were to get married. However, what happened three months after the world shut down? The world shut down in a different way, and that was the George Floyd protests and the BLM protests in Minneapolis. You had uh, Kenosha eventually later that summer, and the protests all across the country. And- By the way,
1: that kid, that kid, that kid killed two pedophiles. That kid's a hero. Kyle Rittenhouse? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it was funny because uh, my bachelor party was the first week of June, and we weren't wearing masks. We weren't social distancing. I have pictures at a pool where there's hundreds of us just drinking and urinating in the pools. It was great. It was fantastic. And then two weeks later, we ended up getting married. And it was that weird time where it was like the eye of the storm where we were focused so much on BLM and racism and George Floyd that we kind of forgot about COVID. Because remember, COVID spreads when you go to a concert or you're at a bar or playing cornhole right. with your friends, but it doesn't spread when you're with tens of thousands of people protesting black I, trans lives. I, I, I
1: remember the fucking uh, the fucking uh, media going as far to say that, in fact, you know what? It's, th- no, they said two things that blew my mind. One, they said, They went went as far as to say that, oh, no, no, no. In fact, no COVID is being spread at these at all. It's weird. Only stadiums. Because they were wearing masks, remember? Right. And then (laughs) the second one they said was uh, all the help. I remember when a few reporters with actual uh, journalistic integrity asked that question to all these health officials and shit. And these politicians are like, isn't this exactly what you told us not to be doing because of the stadiums and stuff? And they went, well, this is just like a national uh, emergency to racism, so it's a public health crisis right now. That was it, public health crisis. Right <laughs> now. And uh, I was like, "This is a fucking joke." By the way, no, it's not. I'm also sick of being called a racist country because no, we're not. No, we're not. We might be one of the least racist countries on the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. Go any people like that's people say that who they never traveled. I've traveled. You're a comic. You traveled. I've been other places that isn't here. They fucking are racist as fuck. Like, dude, to, especially to black people. Like, it's yeah. gri- openly Germany, very openly, very openly. I have a, Canada. I, I
0: had a, I had a coworker who was uh, who lived in Germany for a little bit. And she was telling me how, how just truly out-and-out racist they are. I mean, yes. this is pre-1940s America racism, where they would be, and I'm talking in yes. present-day Germany, that, that you'd be, they'd be like, so you've been, uh, you're very qualified, I'm not going to do a German accent, but you, you're exceptionally qualified for this job, you, you went to school, you did this, you got your uh, doctorate and everything, but you're black, so we're not going to hire you. And wow, it's just accepted yeah. in, in parts of Europe that that's what happens, and- Also, my other favorite thing, and I know you know this, is that when they start talking about, oh, well, you know, true socialism doesn't work, uh, it hasn't really been tried, and it's actually been working so well in Denmark and Sweden and Norway, and you're saying, okay, so what's in Sweden and Norway and Denmark? Oh, white people. Oh, right. lots and lots and lots of white. In fact, it, the entire country is essentially white, a whole white area. So you're saying that you want our country to be an extremely white ethno-state. Is that what right. is that what you want? Or do you want this melting right. pot that you keep saying that we are? So what is it? What do you want? <laughs> I
1: prefer the melting pot. <laughs> it's fun as fuck. <clears throat> like that that's I do again. Okay, I was in Mexico and I was talking to a Norwegian couple, and they were like, "I can't do a Norwegian accent, so I'm not gonna try it." <laughs> <laughs> they were like, uh, "No, fuck, I'll try." They were like, hongi, hongi, you're from America." And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just a Swedish, chef, Swedish chef. Yes. I, I was, I was doing Swedish chef. I was totally doing Swedish chef. Uh, no, so they were like, "Oh, you're American?" I was like, "Yeah." And they were just, they were just like, "Ah, oh, dropping hard R's." Yeah, and I was yeah. like. I'm white <laughs> like, I don't know, like I don't know what we're we doing here and they were like and they're just like ah oh, it's like black people right and I was like nah man <laughs> like it's like it's wild like I'm like I'm not no like I'm not I don't say that <laughs> like why are you saying that why is this Norwegian couple so comfortable saying it? it just and then you realize like oh yeah the rest of the world's racist as fuck and the media and lefties will make us it was us because we had slavery Everyone had slavery. Shut the fuck up. It's still happening. Like, we, it's still happening. It's happening in Libya. But, like, we are – so. tell me how many places you could go that's not America and make it – like, secede and become a millionaire. It, 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 it's unbelievable. It's truly but unbelievable. You could come here and you could make it to be a millionaire. Yeah
0: yeah you're, you're you're literally working in fields if you're not a white person in a lot of areas or or of the native people because again, yeah. you know because you know when we talk about when I love watching Anderson Cooper and Jake Tapper and all of them on CNN when they start talking about you know, they get giddy when they hear about the story that America is going to be the white people in America are going to become a minority in the next like twenty to thirty years, and they get giddy talking about it white people. So you're. I'm not even. I'm not even going to use the word genocide because it's probably it's not the right term here. But you are, you are chuckling at your own existence going away, and you're because of, for for several factors, whether you're talking about uh, immigration and you're talking about you know whatever the case is, and it's just like the how ungrateful we are as a country. With a lot of what we have, I mean, we are bored. On my podcast, on my Patreon, I and I know you retweet it too because I I love watching these. Is the libs of TikTok? Yeah, it's the great. I I hope it never gets banned because it's the greatest Twitter account right now on uh, on social media. Because uh, you start looking at what we're dealing with in America and these absolute nutcases who Dude, it, true w-
1: lunatics it, true
0: sociopaths what it boils down to is we don't have enough true strife in america so we have to find ways of marginalizing mm. ourselves and and ultimately that we're bored so when you have somebody that's like so i identify as a uh, as a teddy bear and so i'm uh, my pronouns are ted or teddy self <laughs> Dude,
1: and as, as soon as i hear that i go oh you never had a problem in your life yeah <laughs> oh you never had a problem okay You've
0: been coddled. Got it. Yeah, the only the only thing you could say is probably the parents are divorced and and raised by a single mother. That's that's probably the only strife.
1: No, or this, or super rich parents. True. Because (laughs) then again, because then they, they kids who come from really rich parents who identify as liberal, but they're really not, they become like the super libs of TikTok. That's those kids. Yeah. It's a lot of those kids. Because they they've never had a problem in life, and they don't think they're part they don't think they're part of the problem. that They think they are that they're. Which by the way, I don't think there's a problem. They think there's a problem, and they don't think they're part of the problem that they think they're rallying against. Is what I was trying to say. Oh yeah, Does that makes sense. No, no, I, I so do. Right, see- so it's it's like it's like it's like they're they're like I want to be a squirrel. It's like your parents live in a mansion, you went to private school, and you never had a fucking problem. So your so your whole identity is like oh, I want to be different, because instead of just admitting the truth, you're going to try to push fucking psychosis on the, on the public. And it's like, no, I'm not dealing with this. This is fucking stupid. This is retarded. I, I saw that when I was growing up. I was in a... I,
0: I, I was actually raised in a pretty lower middle class uh, suburb of Cleveland. And... I had friends of all different races and creeds and sexualities and everything. It didn't really bother me. Not, none of that. It, it didn't dawn on me until I got much older. And then I, I went to a school that was mostly white for high school I because my parents moved and we didn't want to deal with a lot of stuff. And we were in an area where it was mostly white. But I would notice some of the. Some of my classmates would go into kind of those bad neighborhoods. I mean, let let me ask you, what is the probably the most well-to-do area of Philadelphia? What, what like what's the most well-to-do city? Oh,
1: I don't, I don't, I don't know. Again, I'm not, I'm not from Philly. Okay. I don't really know. I'll, I I go to Philly yeah, for 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 my studio and like for for my shows okay. sometimes. But, but like, like the, I'm not really the, adverse well, on Philly. But like I'll give you a, 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 a Staten Island. I can tell you because that's a pretty big area. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a part of New York City. Staten Island had a place called Toad Hill, but not T O A D, like T O D T, the yes. Dutch to- Toad. Hill. Uh, and it's actually some of the richest property in the country, not even New York, like the whole country.
0: Really, in Staten Island?
1: Yeah, that's that's interesting. Some of it, it's some of the richest property in the country. Yeah, because it's it's on this, it's on this giant fucking hill in the middle of the island, and it's like it's like and like uh, I think like Stallone had a house up there at one point, like Stern had a house up there at one point. Like there's just these giant fucking houses on this giant fucking hill, essentially. It's, it, so you have a
0: well-to-do area, and then what happens with those kids? They go into the bad neighborhood. So, like, for example, I'll use Philly again as an example. So think of, like, whatever the big town is. You would cross over the river to Camden, and you'd have these mm-hmm. these white kids. And my dad was a cop in Cleveland. He worked in a narcotics unit. And he would find these white kids from really nice areas of, of northeast Ohio, and they'd, he'd, be, he'd pull them over, and he'd say, What are you doing here? and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, no, we we just got lost. We got off the freeway and we couldn't find." And my dad's like, "I know why you're here. You're trying to score drugs. You're trying to think you're cool. Go back where where are you from?" And they say where they're from. I say, "Then go back there. Go back. Do you want me to call your mom and dad? Are they are they awake? Do they know where you're at?" And you realize that this is a real bad symptom that's that's unfortunately been going on and it's it's plagued cuz remember there was a time when you know the silly things you did as a teenager and into college Ended when you got your diploma And then after that you're like, wow, this is the real world I gotta get a real job And uh, I gotta get an apartment I gotta, I gotta grow yeah. up and I gotta do something I have bills to pay, I have a car payment And instead, that mindset Is carrying all the way through High school, college, and now After college, and now when they do get a job They, they get a job in HR They get a job in at Netflix And protesting Dave Chappelle and all these other things it, it, It's This is a problem That you're seeing, especially in white suburban areas of kids that are bored that they need to marginalize themselves and so they got to put their pronouns out there they got to identify as this it it can't be enough to say hey i'm gay it's no gay doesn't have the cachet that it used to 10 15 20 years ago so i've got to be trans i've got to be this i identify as this and it's like
1: what is happening in our communities where are the parents (laughs) well again no one wants to admit the truth it's like hey you you know who's killing trans people Themselves, yes. It's mm-hmm. not anybody else. Like the 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 lie of like trans people being murdered. Wh- one maybe. And It was probably because it was a fucking hooker, honestly. And it was a uh, John was like, I'm just gonna kill this fucking hooker. Like it was some psychopath. You know what I'm saying? Like it was some psycho who just killed a trans person. Yeah, and they're they're oh, by the way, they're
0: also saying you know there's more trans people that died this year than last year. Yes, because the media is propagating these things out to be that. Uh, they're pushing trans stuff all the time so that every year you have more people identify as being trans. So right, there's so more the people in 2020. Right. It, that's just what happens. So again, we're just like with COVID we're fiddling with the numbers to push a
1: narrative. Right. Yeah. The other thing too, is people like, uh, you know, it's not a big deal just to call them by their pronoun. I go, no, actually it is. It actually is because it's the same reason why you don't tell, you tell a child. He's not really a cowboy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's not fucking reality. It's not real. They're children. So the child could go, I'm a cowboy. You go, well, you're not. Because that doesn't really exist. It did exist in the 1800s, but it's 2000 whatever year you want to make it, and you're five. Or seven. Yeah, you're. And you're you, not going to be a cowboy. You play t-ball. You play t-ball. Right. And you like Marvel movies. Uh, right. Yeah. You, we, right. You're, you, you're on your iPad right now. You're not yeah. a cow. You're not, not the same thing. It's like, well, I, I'm a fucking dragon fox. No, you're fucking not. <laughs> no, you're not. You're fucking Kevin. You fucking loser. Like, yeah, I don't get. Like, I'm. I'm done. Pretend. Like, and that's the other thing too. Is all the outrage. And then when you look at the group, like the the protested group that was outside Netflix, there's like four trans people there and a bunch of just fucking white people. Yeah, that's who it is. It's never the group, it's just liberal white people that are outraged. That's it. It's so annoying. True people who are trans who are truly, I believe, like want to live that lifestyle, they are pretty fucking quiet about it. And <laughs> they're just like, no, I'm just doing my thing. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, like. Yeah. It, it, it,
0: yeah. By the way, I, t- I take umbrage with when you call them liberals, because this is that when you talk about the controlling of the language, it's not just the narrative, but it's controlling the language too. And they're not liberal. Liberal. The root word of liberal was right. liberty, and they're not for right. liberty. These are progressives, progressives. and they're not yeah, even right. progress. That's not even progressive. Th- th- this is authoritarian right now. When you're uh, telling people that they're a bad person trying to kill grandma because they didn't wear a mask, or they're not getting 17 vaccines in their arms, or anything like that, you're not a liberal. You're not for liberty. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it's and, and I'm not. Uh, by the way, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying that because no, well, I, I, I fall into that category too, where I, I say that and I have to stop myself. Because a, a, a true liberal, when you talk about the classical liberal sense of somebody that says, and all that shit. "Yeah, you're anti-war." It, hey, you want to be gay? You want to be trans? You want you want to cut your dick off or your tits off? Okay, that's fine. Go ahead. You, you want to wear a mask at the store? You want to wear two masks? You want to wear one in your car? You want to get your vaccine? I have no problem with that. I have no pro- do whatever you want, but don't force it on me and don't force it on children who don't know any better.
1: Right. Well, that oh that's that's what really like so you know obviously as libertarians we have the NAP which is a non aggression principle for all yes. you non libertarians out there. And that's like a – and by the way, that's like a serious thing where like if you're actually part of the Libertarian Party, like you could be like disbarred from the disbarred <laughs> like disbanded from the Libertarian Party if like you violate the NAP. Like they mm-hmm. can actually kick you out. Um But like every day, like I'm kinda struggling more and more with the NAP because what i'm seeing in front of us is like they are aggressing me like they are being aggressive they are aggressing my fucking livelihood they're aggressing my family's life they're taking money away from us these people they're they're taking away my freedoms what more of aggression do am i waiting for a physical attack so i have to wait to be attacked to attack first Nah, man i'm a fighter also don't forget i fucking i fought Back in my day, I, I trained for 12 years in MMA. I'm a fighter too, dude. Like, y- y- you strike first, you don't fucking wait to get hit. Yeah. You, you know, so like, I, I'm more and more the, the Pete like, because Pete's been talking about, the, about this a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I had him on my podcast, and we talked about it a little bit. He's like, hey, NAP's kind of bullshit. I was like, you're kind of right. And that bullshit, but like, he meant in the context I mean it in, where he's like, this is not the time for like, well, they're still passing the laws like now, fuck that, dude. Well, because I think we're going when we talk about the NAP, it's like
0: we're going back in time. Of unless somebody's truly aggressing against you, like physically in front of you, then you can aggress back. You could show show that back. But now it's to the point where they're not doing so by a means of force, in right. in like a physical force. But it's it's all these other factors where you're saying, well, wait a second here. Uh, if Black Lives Matter is outside protesting, and they tear up my lawn, you are now aggressing against me because, first of all, that's private property, and you're going against property rights. And second of all, you are now aggressing against my livelihood right now. So therefore, hmm. Like, when you saw that, that couple in outside of St. Louis that had the guns, who were, by the way, not conservatives, they had their gun out there because they went through a private gated area. They have every right, they should have every right to do so. But in our hyper- and they arrested them, and they arrested them, and put them on charges. It, it, unbelievable. That,
1: that, that's that's a psychotic. And by the way, uh, whatever we want to call them, uh, authoritarian lefties, whatever the fuck, uh, they don't believe in property rights. So they don't. They don't value that like we do. So, like, okay, so on on Reddit, which is a cesspool, <laughs> but uh, I, I just I commented on something, and I was like, it was oh, it was a gun. It was a shootout video between like not like between the police it was like a private property i think uh i forgot the exact situation but the guy defended his property and killed a guy rightfully so and the guy was like uh it was just it was just property he could have let him live and i was like property rights are just as important yeah as human rights and the guy wrote back property rights are important but not as important as human rights and i said <laughs> you're wrong and then he wrote back this wrong thing, and I was like, I don't care. Like you know, I cause you're just I know you're wrong. And I know you're a fucking commie. Like I, I again on, oddly enough on TikTok watching this fucking video about some guy got out of prison like for after doing twenty years. I don't know what he was in prison for, I couldn't figure it out, I couldn't find out. But in the comments, you know, uh some I don't know how it was relevant with some guys like, This is why I have to teach CRT. It's so important. <laughs> and I went, I went, CRT is social Marxism with like a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> and he went, oh, yeah. So teaching, teaching, teaching right American history. history. Yeah. Yeah. T- they were teaching history is wrong and evil. I went, no, what you, what CRT is doing is wrong and evil. You're not, it's not history. Yeah. like, teaching like, your so, form of I'm history like, is evil. Yeah. Right. I'm like, what happened is, 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 uh, the has and have nots failed so now you're moving to social Marxism. That's, that's that's what CRT is. Yeah,
0: and then and Steve Bannon also. Too, right. Steve, Steve Bannon was talking about this, how we're just raising generations of serfs now where we don't own anything. I mean, you think about, oh, isn't it really cool we have Netflix and HBO Max where you can just watch any movie you want? Yeah, that's really cool. And you know, I have a subscription to Apple Music and I can get anything. So long gone are the days of going to get a CD or anything like that. And... It, the conven- you pay for the convenience, but then you realize, well, wait a second, I don't own anything right now. I don't own my music that I purchased. I went to Coconuts. I went to Camelot or Sam Goody, and I bought this cassette tape. Yeah, Sam Goody, wow, throwback. It's like like I went there, and I bought a physical copy, meaning I own this now. But what happens when you don't own it? Well, then we're just going to stealth edit a couple of things. My my favorite was a couple years ago when uh, they started putting um, uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy videos out, and they had to take out the part that was in maybe 1994 when you and I were in elementary school that said, hey, this is a man and this is a woman. Oh, yeah. And they had to take it out. And if somebody didn't have a physical copy of that, it's nowhere to be found. Right. So when you talk about property rights, it's going to get to a point, if we don't put a stop to it now, that there's going to be no property that, that we own. That everything is, oh, oh you, you live in an apartment? Well, that's not your apartment. You're just
1: renting. Oh, that's not your car. Right. No, no, uh, we have Uber and Lyft now, so you're not driving around. Well, and- technically— this like in PA or most states, right? Don't they own your car? Like per- the t- they, they they hold your title. Yeah, the state. Yeah, they do. Yeah, right. So it's like I just got. I did just got. But like I got my title like, a little while ago when I finally paid off my car. You know, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I didn't own this. <laughs> it's like I technically didn't own this. So so like, they'll repo. They want. Yeah. So we won't. So there's going to be a, a
0: point where if, if if the authoritarians, if if the people in charge would like this if because i guess the last thing i'll ask you after this uh but if it gets to this point we'll all have a ubi that we'll get like what a 1000 bucks a month $500 a month that we could do whatever we want and uh we could sit at home play video games we're paid to not work so why i mean there's cargo ships in the pacific ocean right now that still are, are waiting to be unloaded but that's okay you have video games you have twitch
1: oh by the way that that that's the other great lie they go because of covid no 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 no. No, 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 no. Because of government intervention and fucking fucking shit up on purpose, there's cargo ships in the port. And that's why there's no people working. Because they said, here's more money to stay home. Yep. That's that simple. My diner, my local diner, they're closing at three PM every day because they don't have enough staff to work. How sad is that? But by the way, is fucking Applebee struggling? Nah. No. No. These fucking lefty cunts want a world of Olive Garden and Applebee's and Targets and Lowe's. I'm not kidding. Even though they claim
0: that they're the ones who care about the middle, the you know the small guy, the, the, the local coffee shop and the local diner, when in reality no, there's a no, line out, the, out into the street at Starbucks every day.
1: I've been told by lefties that I don't value human life because of my, my opinions on COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and libertarians don't value human life. How crazy is that?
0: Oh, it's it's unbelievable. I, I got, you know I, I gotta get in here and I, I won't keep you too long. Well, I'll have to have you on again because it's been fantastic. I, the last thing I wanted to ask you is about your thoughts on the national divorce. That how if we get to a point where we talk about a national divorce. And because it's it's out there, whether it's Texit that they've been talking about for decades at this point, nothing's really happened. New Hampshire. But, but you're now, yeah, New Hampshire and, you know, Porkfest and, and everything you guys have going up there. And you're starting to see this ideological divide. It's not necessarily geographical because you still see some nutcases in Florida. Like, there was a story I saw the other day where there was a special needs girl who had a mask strapped to her face. Like, they tied it onto her face all day. And the only reason the parent And yep. they've had it since the beginning of the school year. The only reason is they forgot to take it off of her. So she gets on the school bus. It's filled with saliva and she can barely breathe. And hey, buddy, let she let me should have that, if that was my kid.
1: If that was my kid... I would be in jail. Yeah.
0: Fuck the, na- fuck the nap at that point. I mean, are you kidding oh, me? Oh,
1: dude.
0: I would find... I would...
1: I would. Per- woman or man, personally harm whoever the fuck was doing that to my kid. And sadly, because, that's... Because, oh, I, I... Dude, if, if it's a man, I go, well, I know how to fight. Good luck for you. I'm gonna fucking beat you to death. And if it's a woman, well, that's easier. So it's yeah. like, it doesn't matter. I don't care at that point. I'm fucking going in there swinging haymakers. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm walking in that school with fucking hammers. I... It's, especially oh my, my, my mentally handicapped child who can't even really defend yourself physically or fully understand what's going on here, and you're going to do that to my, to that child, you should be fucking shot. I'm not I'm – not, by the way, I'm not speaking hyperbole. Like if you're an adult who did that to that child, you should be fucking shot. I'm not kidding. Like that person should be fucking killed. Yeah, fuck these people. We don't need them.
0: And same with the, hurting children. And same with the Loudon County rape case that happened that they allowed because of the trans bathroom situation that there was a trans teenager, quote unquote, a, tra- a former man who identifies as a woman yeah. raped a 13-year-old girl in Loudon County and the school board and the, the principal covered it up for months. And
1: it was Nah, no, hard- they should be fucking executed, publicly it, executed. It, I truly believe that. I'm not I'm not again, I'm not this isn't hyperbole. I I really believe if you harm a child in any way, like that, dude, d- gone. I'm not again. I don't believe in the fucking death penalty because I don't think the state should be responsible for killing anybody because we've known they killed innocent people. And one innocent person is too many people to kill, if you ask me. But how about leave it to the fucking community? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, and- I'll fucking handle it. And the community
0: stepping I, I, up right now because of when you see these school board meetings where we we're talking about critical race theory and critical gender theory and all this other stuff, you're finally seeing a lot of these parents that saw what their kids were learning or lack thereof. On these Zoom classrooms, well, by the way, a lot of the teachers went on vacation, and they were like, oh, h- hello, class, good to be here and everything. And you can hear the splashing of the waves in the background at the hotel resort that they've been at. And and, and so all of this was going on, and you would see that they're talking about uh, trans this and you know LGBTQ that. And you go, well, wait a second here. That my kid's learning this. This is a public. School. Are you kidding me? No, I'm. I'm going to pull you out of school. So you see a lot of this happening. So when we get into the topic of national divorce, where do you see it at that point? Is this a? Is this one of these cases where we're going to eventually split up into two countries? It's going to be several countries? Like, what are your thoughts on that?
1: No. So, okay, what I want and what I think are two different things, right? So, like, what I want is a hundred percent a secession. Which by the way, there's nothing in our constitution that says we can't do that. Yes. It it we can't violent, violently secede, I believe it says in there. But there's nothing that says we can't peacefully secede from the from the union. We are at a point where I ideologically like you said that's it, dude. It's done. It is done. Either you're for freedom or you're for the state. That's it. That's it. And I don't think we could really truly go on as a country the way we are. So what I would like to see is is, is, is now how that happens or how you break that up. I don't fucking know, dude. I mean, I didn't think that through, right? We, we, We really sit down and think that through. But... That's what I think we should start going towards. Well,
0: and the convincing convincing of the people in the middle, though, that are like, okay, I'm not for the lockdowns. I'm not necessarily for vaccine mandates, whether they've gotten a vaccine or not. They're like, yeah, I'm not necessarily for a lot of that. However... You know, this country, we are a democracy. And we're, so it's just a matter of trying to convince those. And it's a lot of people in the middle that are like, yeah, I don't know. I'm a little hesitant on should we break this country up. So there's going to be a lot, because I'm convinced, you're convinced, you and I are on the same page. And you're starting to see the Sarah Silvermans of the world and people on the left go, yeah, I have nothing in common with the, with people who are conservative. That, uh, you know, the anti maskers, the anti vaxxers, the Christians, there's always an anti Christian thing that has always been a part of that. And it's just like, okay, how about this? How about you go to California and Oregon and Washington? You start your own country and we'll be over here then and you can do all your Black Lives Matter and all your trans this and that and vaccines and everything and then I'll live in, you know, whether, whether we want to call it uh, uh, you know, uh, Ancapistan or
1: whatever we want to call it. Well, it's like, it's like you could go to California and live in fucking poverty and I'll make money being free. You could do that. Because yep. that's what will happen. Th- that's the truth. Like, again, people want to argue me. It's, you're wrong. If you give in to the state, you will be broke and poor, and we will be free and have money. That's how it works. Simple as There's that. There's no debating that. Now, what I th- again, what I think will happen, this won't happen because the federal government will never allow it because you're, they're giving up too much. They're not gonna, why would they give up power? And you're also giving up, like, uh, they, would, they would say security, right? Uh, national security. They would, uh, well, what happened to the nukes? Even though Mises has a very good article about what, what would happen with the nukes if uh, we, we, we did break up as a country. Like, you could break them down and use them for fucking resources. Like, there's a thousand things you could do with them. Yeah. But, you know, all these fucking war hawks tell you otherwise. If we were the military, who gives a fuck? No one's going to invade. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like this fucking myth, like, we're going to get invaded. No, we're not. Like it's 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 too much. It's the enemies
0: whatever. are in our own country. So we, we don't need to think about Iraq right. or Iran or Afghanistan or any of these. We are we know because they've said we are the enemy. They've said that you know the deplorables, the people you know the the white right. radicals, you people. Which when you realize when they call everybody Nazis, there's what six Nazis in the country, if that.
1: Right. So we go. I'm okay, I'm like well, the, K, the, de- the KKK is non-existent, yeah. and like they want to act like.
0: So, so, they got to broaden it. So, the demand uh, for Nazis and the KKK does not meet the supply of the Nazis. So, now that you have to broaden it to all oh, the people who are uh, protesting critical race theory, they're domestic terrorists. So, you realize who is the actual yeah. threat? Is it overseas or is it, you know, inside our country? And I think we know the answer they, to yeah, that. Yeah, they,
1: they called parents who didn't want to mask their fucking six year olds domestic terrorists. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the same as me making a bomb and blowing it up at like a Madison square garden. That's the same to the media.
0: Like yep. it's fucking crazy. That's dude. why January like, 6th. Wild.
1: That's why January 6th is worse yeah. than 9/11. Right. That's the way they look at it. That's right. Cuz the state was attacked. Their god was attacked. Their, their 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 Vatican was attacked that day. That's that's exactly correct. That's well, you know hey but, that's a, that's oh, a oh, real quick real quick cause yep. I want to get uh, my friend who I told you before who I had this whole conversation with about January 6th. When I was like, "Dude, again, you were quiet during the riots when mad innocent people got hurt and killed." And then on January sixth, an innocent woman who was climbing an unarmed woman climbing through a window got shot by an armed police officer. You know what he said? I'm quote this is a quote. Mm-hmm. I remember, I'll never forget what he said. Good period. There should have been more of her that day. Oh, okay. They don't value human life. No. They say they do, but they really don't. So there should have been more of them killed, but the protesters nah, that's fine.
0: They value human life as long as it, you agree with them. It's like, with the, right. like the whole Dave Chappelle thing is is that – or if you're Candace Owens or if you're Milo Yiannopoulos, if you're Blair White, if you are somebody who goes against their narrative, it's like we're for Black Lives Matter. We're for trans people. Blair
1: White is so hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> would, you, would you suck that so dick? So hot. <laughs> Did very good care. job. By the way, I've I told this story. I story on a stage before and on podcast. Real quick, I know we gotta go, but like, uh, no one could ever call me transphobic. Because I was in eight, this is years ago, I was like 22. I was fucking blackout drunk in AC. And I had a semi-threesome with for sure a chick, because I had sex with her physical vagina. <laughs> and then the other, her friend, who never took her pants off, blew me. And I go back to that day, I was like, I think that was a dude. <laughs> but like, I think cause I could tell, I think he had his Adam's apple. I think it was a dude. So I'm pretty sure can't prove, can't verify this but i got blown by a potential trans person so fuck everybody out there who's like you're transphobic not true yeah where's your <laughs> so, goddamn humanitarian award <laughs> yeah right it's kind of like that big j joke where uh he kind of says that where he, he's like uh he's like i, I for real batter around the idea of fucking a, tra- a trans person one time at that hotel everything he's like he's like could you say that could you say you almost did it no yeah. <laughs> like, but he's right Oh, you're only right using too. it as a novelty, and it's like,
0: well, then what? What do you want me to do? What? 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 You're a transphobe unless you suck that
1: dick, <laughs> right? That, remember when people be like, "Oh, you're transphobic. You don't want to date trans person." It's like, I don't want. <laughs> yeah. So like, if I'm not into Asian chicks, I'm like racist with Asian people. It's like, no. Would you're sexually? You can't help what You're sexually into. That's a Pete Holmes joke, right? Yeah. Where he talks about like. uh He's like that's why I don't he's like he's like that's why I don't watch weird porn because you can't help what you're sexually into so he's like he's like if I watch a weird porn about you know two people like you know walking around with cats and they get on he's like I get a hard on with that now he's like oh that's <laughs> what I'm into forever fuck <laughs> he's like he's like yeah that sucks <laughs> like, oh, you can't hilarious. help you turned
0: on by so uh, cult of us podcast the porcupine uh, t- talk about those podcasts uh, give us a give us a good plug here.
1: Yeah, uh, Cult of Us I do with my good friend Neil Wood, who uh, I own uh, Drop Tent Media Network with, which is a, uh, a, a podcast network. We have a bunch of other great podcasts on. Uh, Cult of Us, yeah, so I do that with Neil Wood. Neil Wood's a comic, too. And we do we're just two comics uh, joking around with each other, trying to make you guys fucking laugh. Uh, we don't talk about politics on that show at all. The rule. <laughs> and we might make fun of, like, politicians, like their physical shit or whatever, but, like, we don't really, really talk politics. So that's it's like, like you know, your we, legion of skanks. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I really am a poor man's Dave Smith, guys. <laughs> I, really, I really fucking am. It's pathetic. Uh, yeah, that's my Legion of Skanks. I do it with Neil Wood, and then I do the Porcupine, which is my part of the problem. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, which is. Uh, but even that's. Uh, I. I. I, I kind of keep that. I joke around on that show too. I try to make that a little more life. I've had. I've had on great guests. I got to get you on too. I have a long line of people I have to get on that show. Yeah, anytime. I'm very ton. sporadic with it, but I got to get you on for sure. But I've had on like. Uh, Pete Quinonez, Sam Tripoli, fucking uh Michael the great Michael Heist, who I'm personal friends with who's, who's you know, again, shout me skunk people. Uh Larry Sharp, fucking God. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get uh, Spike Cohen on soon. Uh I consider myself acquaintances with Scott Horton now because I've met him a few times. Mm-hmm. We hung out in Texas together. And oh, he was a surprise guest Tom Woods' two thousand oh, episode. He, oh that's who it was? Okay, I was wondering and who it was. He did stand up there. And me and Rob, or Robbie Bernstein and I, he ran it through us in Texas when we were in Texas together. He's like, hey, this is a surprise. You gotta keep it a secret. He's like, How, what do you think? And he, he ran by his whole set with us. I was like, that's cool. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna get Scott on. So I have a bunch of cool guests in the Porcupine. Check that. I just had the Tower Gang guys. Check that out. It's fun as fuck. Those are available uh, everywhere. Uh, YouTube, please. YouTube.com slash cult of us. YouTube.com slash Adam Nutter for the Porcupine. Check me out on all social medias at Adam Nutter and stuff like that. And follow me. Come to my shows. I post them. Excellent. I love well,
0: you guys. Yeah, I, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, I wish I got a chance to meet you over in Pittsburgh back uh, a couple of months ago when uh, Dave and a couple of them were the, the Mises Caucus event. But I I, I, I did comedy that the next night. Yeah, I saw that. I, I remember I tweeted. I'm like, oh, fuck, I should have went to that. But it, uh, but I, I forgot what I had going on that weekend. It was a really busy weekend, but uh, it, it sounded like a lot of fun. And it sounded like a couple of people got COVID from that, but that's okay. <laughs>
1: Not this guy. Not
0: that. <laughs> no, no. I got I got mine from comedians of the compound. The compound media gang came oh, to the town, right. and uh, that's where I think I got. Which I got it for a day and a half, and I was fine, so it was okay.
1: Which we just had. Uh, we just had Aaron up. Uh, uh, Neil and I run a monthly show up by Austin Chalfont. PA, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. We, it was Aaron come down again. It was the second time I did that show it was fun as fuck. But uh, I, I he keeps he asked me to do the show. He runs the stand frantic. Mm-hmm. A year ago, a year ago, okay, couldn't just ever I always had something going on on Monday night couldn't really do it then then I finally am free and then fucking New York hits the fucking vax mandate shit oh so they you gotta show it at uh stand-up New York, right was his show him and yeah. Karen freehand show, and I can't do it now, although I think I just found out there's a loophole in New York where performers don't need a vax mandate. Well, there you go. Looks like I'm going to New York myself, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Adam, thanks so much for doing this. I really appreciate that. Thanks, brother. I'll I'll talk to you soon.